live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios. This is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrano. 813 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Can you imagine, and the age discrepancy is a little bit larger considering you and me, but can you imagine being in your professional career for whatever reason and folks are going back to the people who knew you in high school and asking about you? That would be different. Hey, what was Eric like in high school? Was he, <laughs> he seems like a hard worker here, but I don't know. Was he? I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know what the answer would be. He's a bit of a clown. I am. <laughs> for me. I am friends with a couple of uh, teachers from back in the day on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So occasional back and forth, but very rarely. I think because my dad was... And my stepmom were both longtime coaches at Wauwatosa East. And People love your directors, dad. right? And so I'm a little bit more into that community yeah. than I might otherwise be. But I still am in touch with a few people that coached me back in the day and whatever. And I've, I really okay. value those relationships of people who, man, if you had a positive relationship with sports in your formative years, those coaches were really important people in your lives. Well, if you like number ten, if you like Jordan Love, you're really going to like him. Now we were able to catch up with. Former high school football coach at Liberty High School in Bakersfield, California, Brian Nixon, who did coach Jordan Love. We just wanted to get his take about number 10. Brian Nixon, the former head coach at Liberty High School in Bakersfield, California, joins us on Wisconsin's Morning News. Hey, coach. Good morning. How are we doing? Great. So walk us through this. So you guys are southeast a bit from San Francisco. Is Bakersfield, is that 49ers country? Bakersfield's a, a little bit of everything. We've got, uh, we got the Rams, we got the Raiders, we've got the 49ers, we've got Cowboys. So I wouldn't say per se a, a general team. It's a little bit of everything. Okay. All right. So we need to get the scoop on Jordan Love because we got to be honest with you, Coach. He's coming off as pretty darn perfect right about now. <laughs> He's not doing anything wrong on the anything. field. He seems to be a, a charmer off the field, just a super nice guy. Helped this lady out of a snowbank the yeah, other day. Signed a ball for a kid. He was really nice to the lady at a flower shop. Yeah. Like, turn on the TV. All the stations are doing different stories about how awesome he is. So what's he really like? Uh, what you see is what you get. He wow. is. That is him. He is, uh, he is an awesome young man. He's always been that way, always thoughtful of others, just a really, really nice person and happens to be a really, really good football player. Now, every coach would like to believe that they've got that special athlete from time to time. Were, were there points, Coach, where you saw in young Jordan Love, like, man, this kid could be next level or maybe even beyond? Yeah, you all, I mean, you always talk next level first because you never know what's going right. to happen, but... Um, just his maturation process while he was in high school, watching him grow, watching him learn, and watching his work ethic, there was never a question that he had an opportunity to go play at the next level for sure. Boy, that's got to be surreal to like watch the draft and then hear his name be called. <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. I was, I was actually fortunate enough to be there. That was just a surreal experience you know, for him, his family, and just to be a part of that process was amazing. So how closely are you able to follow him now, Coach? I know you guys are still in touch. I mean, that's a credit to you. Uh, I told you my dad was a high school coach for many years, and credit to you. If yeah. you have athletes who are who are staying in touch with you, uh, that, that means you had an impact on them. Well, yeah, we're fortunate enough that we still talk. We actually got to go back. We went to 
Lambeau and watched them play the Bucks cool. a few weeks ago. Was that um, that game? That wasn't the game we oh, wanted right. to be at. <laughs> it was a bad game. Right? <laughs> no, I know. It's not what we wanted to have happen. But, uh, you know, that was a – I took the whole family and we got to go do that. But, yeah, luckily we're still in contact. I still have a good relationship. And um, there's quite a few that guys that we're able to still talk to and follow, which – is a true blessing for us. Coach Brian Nixon from Liberty High School in Bakersfield, California. So I'm assuming you're not texting him after every game, giving him, like, notes. <laughs> yeah, on that release, <laughs> right. No, no, the, I'm, I'm texting him every game of, wow, great job, so proud. You know, those types of things. Uh, I couldn't give a kid like that notes, man. He's, right. he's on a whole nother level now. Coach, you know, watching every game, and the broadcast teams are different game to game, but it seems one thing that the analysts pick out every time when they're ISO on on Jordan Love is his footwork, and they want to compare it to Aaron Rodgers or they want to compare it to Brett Favre. He does have, like, that back foot throw thing going on. Mm-hmm. Is that is that just because he's that good? Is that I can't imagine that's a technique you taught him. <laughs> Nobody teaches no, him. He, he did a little bit of that here, but nothing to the extent of, of what you're seeing now. And I think that is a tribute to, you know, the guys that he's learned from, right? I mean, he's been around Aaron for four years, learning and watching and studying, and he's been able to do that. But his arm talent is special, that's for sure. Well, it's interesting because we got a guy here, I don't know if you've ever heard of him, named Giannis Attentacumpo, <laughs> uh, who plays for the Bucks, And he yeah. is so stinking charming, and everyone loves that guy. And here, Coach, Vince and I are, are wondering here, Jordan Love is getting to that echelon here real quick. Like, he comes off as such a nice, genuinely good person. He doesn't come off as flashy off the field. In fact, when he was helping that young woman out of the snowbank, he was wearing a Packers zip-up. Like he just <laughs> right. he was he probably hap- given to him earlier <laughs> yeah. in the day. Like, he right. just happens to be doing everything perfectly right right now. Yeah, I mean, it's, he's a genuine person, and I think that's the one thing that, you know, he's been raised well and, that's the one thing that he stands on in his character, and I think it's it's showing through, and everybody's getting to meet Jordan Love. And uh, I can't speak enough about the person that he is. You know, it's that's who he is. He cares about others, and he's always been that way. So Liberty High School in California is rooting for who this week? Are you kidding me? Jordan Love. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah! Very nice. You must be trying to get to the Super Bowl. you got to right. warm him up. No, not even a question. I don't care. I'm, I'm always rooting for him, man. I mean, it's, it's one of those things, and it's been fun to follow those guys and watch them grow over the course of the year. That's just been great just to watch, you know, from a football perspective what they've come and what they're doing. I mean, how can you not follow that? And there is never a doubt in your mind, you know. Same with us. We thought the Packers Oh, we were, were with them all the way. <laughs> <laughs> no doubters here in Wisconsin. Right. Hmm. That's right. All right, Coach. Well, we'll be uh, rooting there right with you on the TV watching the game. Good luck. Uh, bring us home a win, will you? That's a little out of my uh, above my pay grade, but if I had any chance to do that, I would definitely do that, and I'm looking forward to it. And you know, Hopefully I get a win, and we get to watch them next week. All right, and if it works out, we'll meet up in Vegas, okay? <laughs> hey, I am down with that for sure. <laughs> Too close a, for you. That's only a four-hour drive yeah, for me. I'm we're in. good. Yes, sir. Head coach Brian Nixon from Liberty High School. Thank you so much for your time, sir. I appreciate you. You guys have a wonderful day. Thanks for having me on. Man, never mind Jordan Love being a good guy. How about Coach Nixon? Right. Hmm. Seems all right. I wonder where he gets it from. A <laughs> little, little bit of old ball coach in him. Yep. You mentioned before, like, 
you picked up on something that he said, you know, those guys or whatever. I wonder if he's got, does he have other NFL guys? I have to look that up. Liberty High School. A little follow-up with Coach. Could be a factory. We don't know. We're pals now. So just, yeah, just go ahead and, <laughs> you got his number. Light him up. I, well, we're Coach Eric and Vince here in Wisconsin again. If this season gets prolonged into a couple of more weeks, we're definitely going to get him back on the horn. Especially because yeah. he's going to Vegas. I guarantee you that. It one. is all good for him. Uh, this just threw on the WTMJ Talk and Text line. He sounds like a football coach. Doesn't he? Perfect. <laughs> 821, Wisconsin's Morning News. Football Guy. Eight twenty-seven on Wisconsin's Morning News. If you want to share that interview that Eric and I had with Coach Nixon out of Liberty. Is it Liberty? Liberty High School, Liberty High Bakersfield, School, Bakersfield, California. California. Uh, you can text the uh, text the word name Vince to WTMJ. Talk and text line at 855-616-1620. That's Vince to 855-616-1620. And we'll have Greg Hill, producer of the program, send you the link to our podcast page. Oh, not for nothing, we had an awesome show yesterday. A lot going on. Tons of stuff went, mm-hmm. went down yesterday. If you had, if you missed any portion of yesterday's show, it was new every segment. We had a lot of good stuff. So uh, check out our our podcast page then you can listen whenever it's convenient for Today's you. Today's show wasn't too shabby. Today's show another still right, going backing right? it up. Right. We're I mean we're in the fourth quarter here. All right, here we go. Football guy. <laughs> and we have the, and we have the ball and we're up 14. All right, here we go. Right. So I got more for you. Actually, this is new information on something I raised earlier in the week. It was immediate concern to me that we have a couple of major events that are going to collide here on the lakefront this summer. And it's the week after the Republican National Convention which is going to be a massive lift for Milwaukee and for Southeast Wisconsin. And then we'll have this the following week. Two huge events on the lakefront running concurrently. So you've got Harley-Davidson announced this week. It's now annual homecoming event is going to be this July. It's going to run from the 25th through the 28th. That's a Thursday through Sunday. And we already knew that the Milwaukee Air and Water Show was going to run that same weekend, 27th and 28th. Now, Friday, they usually do a preview. Those jets are buzzing all around for the week. A lot of folks go down to the lakefront anyway. So the, the major day of collision will be Friday a little bit, but Saturday when both events are running in Why full force. I use that word? They collide? Collision. How about collaboration? Is that that alarmist? I'm not trying to be alarmist, and I'm not trying to say we can't do it. I just, I'm concerned. Air and Water Show, one of my favorite events that we do every day. A lot of friends over at Harley-Davidson, they put on a great show anytime they do things like this. So I think they're both great. I want them to be great. At the same time, also, oh, by the way, you have German Fest going on the Summerfest grounds. So you're going to have in about a four-mile stretch of lakefront property a couple hundred thousand people. I can't wait to find the Harley Davidson rider from Germany. Yeah, auf Deutschland. <laughs> He'll be there. I've, I've interviewed that guy. Yeah, me too. What am I? Yeah, you got off the ferry boat because they had landed over on the other side of the lake, ferried over here with their Harleys, and we're here for one of the events. So, yeah, when you look at the presentation that Harley puts on at Veterans Parks, they build out a stage and some temporary infrastructure, and that's about 40,000 people for that. And then you have minimum 100,000 people, if the weather is good, on the lakefront already for the air and water show. The primary point of those two events sort of coming together would be gates for the Harley-Davidson event at Veterans Park open at 2 o'clock. The air show typically runs till about 4. You don't even see the headlining act till 3 o'clock. So you already have 100,000 people down there on the lakefront. 
and then you're going to add 40,000 who start coming at least at some point when some of that 100,000 is leaving. So I you know, I don't want to raise alarm bells or sound alarmist like it can't happen. I just I was immediately concerned. My one thought was do they even know that they did this? <laughs> it's a lot of bandwidth. There's a lot going on there. So I did reach out to Paul Rogers, who's the um, founder and CEO at the Milwaukee Air and Water Show. And I'm like, I asked him basically that question, like, hey, dude, heads up. And he's like, yeah, we know. No. He totally, like, talked me off the ledge. Okay, like, good. It's fine. I've been talking to Harley Davidson. They've been talking with us. We're all talking with the Milwaukee Parks Department. Okay. We're putting plans together. Like, it's fine, man. So no concern. Okay, Everything's going to be okay. I guess I, where I come back on is, it, and I, and I mentioned we took my stepfather-in-law is an Air Force veteran, so we took him and my stepmom last year. We took my dad uh, and my, my mother-in-law, and we took my dad and my stepmom last year as well. And I parked far away, you know, up somewhere on the east side and walked down. So I dropped them off. And then I come back and pick them up. I can't expect them to take the bluff after the thing. Yeah, that's right? a hike. That's a hike. So being caught in that traffic, I mean, it was maybe an hour, hour and a half of just trying to get out of the lakefront. But on the flip side, then there's the, the other side of me that says, all right, well, guess what? You have a huge event, a world-class event, and you're going to sit in some traffic. Yeah. Because that's what it is. In a gorgeous city, and a gorgeous lake. And everything's going to be fine. I want to see. There's got to be some kind of collaboration, though. I want to see someone on a Harley, on like some type of platform that is rigged to a giant parachute, get shot out of one of the planes, and then slowly come down in a parachute on the motorcycle. <laughs> it lands on the grass or on the, the sand there. And then, boom, and then, yeah, and everyone cheers, and then that starts off Red Hot Chili Peppers and... That's what I want. I can tell you, I did talk to Paul, and he can't share everything that he told me that he's working on. It's not exactly as you laid. <laughs> you it's not exactly as you laid out. <laughs> you but had me. I was all in. You're not terribly far off. Ooh. I'll just say that that he is hoping that really these two events can so they work can collaborate in okay, concert awesome. and collaborate That's on some awesome. things as well. So it's going to be packed. It's going to be awesome. Hopefully the weather holds and hopefully our law enforcement, everybody's not too exhausted from the run up to the RNC and what they go through that week. Exhausted getting all that money in their bank account. Need hey, not for nothing, right? Some folks are going to make a lot of overtime. Hey, good on you. And if they're, uh, they're ready to go for it, then that's great. 8.33 on Wisconsin's Morning News. <laughs> and he played it that night. 2004, last time we had Prince in Milwaukee, played Summerfest at the then Marcus Amphitheater. You're at the show? At the show. Totally awesome. worth it. All worked out great. Amazing show. But I think it was 7.30 and there was no headliner or no opener. Sure. 9.30, I think, when he took the stage. And like, there's, <laughs> I don't know which is worse, going to a concert and complaining that people stand. I can't see. Everybody stand. Or... Complaining that the show started late, you know, whatever. But my, it does seem to happen a lot. Well, some people are suing over it. Yes. In New York, Madonna. The show was supposed to start at 8.30 per the ticket. Madonna did not take the stage until sometime after 10.45. So okay. more than two hours after the uh, stamp on the ticket said she was a star, the Material Girl shows up. This is during a concert at the uh, Barclays Center in Brooklyn back in December. Well, now... Two fans filing a lawsuit. They were upset about this. The men claimed that by the time they left the venue, it was after 1 a.m., they were, quote-unquote, stranded 
Due to a limited public transportation option available, plus you have the supercharges with the ride share, so you have the surge pricing there too. The concert was held on a Wednesday, and they were hung up on the fact that they had to get up early to work the next day. So now filing a lawsuit against Madonna and Live Nation for unconscionable, unfair, and or deceptive trade practices. Breach of contract, they say. Yeah, I don't know about suing somebody, but this is long stuck in my... like. Here's the thing. You're the performer. You do the show that you want to do, and if people want to go, they want to go. But like, if you want to, if, if you want to do a 10:45 show, tell me 10:45. Cool. Just tell me what time to be there. Why do we do this game? Why would you want to say eight o'clock for a show or eight thirty, and you don't come out till 10:45? See, I, I don't know. Can you switch back now? Because have, hasn't the uh, the fan been trained? But doesn't that, that just uh, show how the artist doesn't really, they're like tone deaf. They really don't pay attention. They kind of don't really care about the fans and what they have to go through. Not that these guys. What time guys, does the Taylor Swift guys, show start? The, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I'd be interested to know. These guys got, got went a little bit on the far side. So when I had to wake up early next morning, well, boo the who. But <laughs> I get what he's they're saying as far as being upset about her. Two More than two hours? Come on, Madonna. That's a long time. Yes. Yeah. 7.30 show starts at 10 to 8. Okay, fine. You know, or sometimes, whatever. Like, there's no reason. Again, if you're the performer and that's when you want to start your show, then put that on the table. So what's the strategy behind not? I, I don't because know. I want to go when I want to go. I'll go when, when I want to go. That's right. When I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Wait for you so you minions, think she's like for just sitting, minions out there. Oh, she's yeah. just sitting back there, like finishing oh, yeah. up a Game of Thrones or something. She's just watching. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm she's ready not now. binge watching like Emily in Paris or some no, show. No, but I'm, I'm not sure. Now. She's just like I'm trying to get into myself to be able to do this show. <laughs> Tell them blah, I'm blah, ready blah. now. Yeah. No, I think that's probably more like Debbie it. Than- sounds like she's been spurned <laughs> wow. by Madonna before. Eight forty-five, Wisconsin's morning news. <laughs> 8.48, Wisconsin's Morning News. Greg Pancake Hill produces this program. He got his nickname because he used to work at the Pancake House on the south side. Every week we have a lot of ideas for the show. Some of them make it into the rundown. Others, well, we assign Greg to whip up a little something with the leftovers. Here on this Friday morning is the Pancake Breakfast Special. What about breakfast? We've already had it. We've had one, yes. What about second breakfast? Well, the No Fun League is back. Not and for once I'm not talking about the NFL. I'm talking about the Feds. Yes, the Federal Entertainment Destroyers. As we've talked about all week on Wisconsin's Morning News, the federal regulators are doing away with funny, quirky signs on the highway, citing them as distracting, among other things, in their ready for this 1100 page document. And as you may peruse this 1,100-page document, the feds are saying that these signs should be simple, direct, brief, and clear. That means somewhere in this 1,100-page document, the feds are calling for simplicity and clarity. Well done. (laughs) Anyway, before driving becomes boring again in 2026, we're going to go through examples of signs that may or may not have been displayed over your four-lane way to work. That means it's time for Fact or Fiction, the Traffic Highway Edition. It's a good game. If you are unfamiliar with the rules, here's what we'll do. I'll read a sign that may or may have not appeared on an interstate highway sign, and it's up to the panel here to determine if it is a real sign or if I made it up. Are you ready? Okay, ready. Okay, I'm sorry. Are you ready? Yeah. Yes. Goodness gracious. Thank you. Here we go. <laughs> Te- 
texting while driving? Oh, sell no. Real or fake? Oh, that's real. Yeah, it sounds real. I don't know. I'll go fake. It's real. You thought about it, though. That's <laughs> the goal. It's real. O-H-I, whoa, watch your speed. Oh, real, <laughs> for sure. I suppose, because that's Ohio, right? And they're kind of known for their funny signs. Yeah. So this is explaining why they want to get rid of this stuff then, right? Okay, I'll say it's real. <laughs> it's real. Real as can be. Don't drive freakish. Drive in the lane like Giannis. Real or fake? <laughs> <laughs> fake. Oh, that's got to be fake, man. That's too hard. No, it's real. They're trying too no, hard. No, it's fake. I'm going to feed on That's it. fake. <laughs> They're trying too hard? Is that what it said? Yeah, all right. May have got me there. Life is fragile. Drive safe. Oh, that's I, real. I hope that's real. That would be an Ohio that thing, right? That is real. I fake. saw it, actually. Oh, man. So there you go. Okay, it's real. Sorry. Oh, yeah, that's true. I probably shouldn't. When the game was being constructed, I failed to... You know, remember that on the panel would be a traffic expert. Yeah. Um, I'm not okay. going to say So we're still going to power Debbie's here through. for exhibition yeah, only. Yeah, exactly. and I are in the contest. Okay, here we go. I might throw you off. Cousin Eddie says Twitter's full. Put your phone down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please be real. Oh, please. Fantastic. <laughs> real, please. Real. Please. That's real. Yeah. Yeah. Who did it? I'm upset that I didn't come. I think, I think that was an Arizona one. <laughs> oh, my God. Brilliant. <laughs> if married to speed, divorce her. Real or fake? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like, what, Vegas? I don't know. Oh, that's that fake. That's fake. fake. <laughs> that's real. Oh, I wish no. I came up with that one. Okay, that now, one's real. Now I'm starting to understand why the feds got involved. <laughs> yeah. okay, now right. they're going a little overboard, yeah. Larry drives pretty, pretty safe. Curb your speed. Ooh. Curb your enthusiasm. Larry David. Curb your, yeah. Oh, right, pretty, right, Pretty, pretty right. safe. I'm saying it's real. Uh, I think that's real. And again, to Eric's point, why they don't want him to do this. <laughs> no, that's fake. Oh. <laughs> Okay, so maybe we did expose the greater point of these are a little too obscure. However, you were entertained, you laughed, and there you have it. But what court always wins now, folks? It's the court of public opinion. And if we do our jobs by raising a stink and making this a story every six months until 2026, maybe, just maybe, we could still see funny road signs on your highways. And you can stick to Wisconsin's Morning News, because we'll talk about it. WTMJ forecast sponsored by Dave Drake Camp Heating, where your comfort is their family's tradition. High of 16 today, low temperature down to 4 tonight. One more like brutally cold night, and then temperatures in the mid-teens for Saturday under mostly sunny skies. Sunday we break the 20s again, we're up to 22, and then warm it up early next week. High of 35 Monday, 37 the high on Tuesday. Mother Nature is still trying to figure it out. She's going to make my shut the hell up list. You know, of all the things <laughs> yeah, that I is. do on the show, my wife hates that the most. Yeah. Oh, you have to oh, say yeah. that. Yeah, she doesn't like it. Hmm. <laughs> I can't. Doesn't mean why. I'm going to stop saying it. <laughs> That's and, I, right. and I don't do it every day. I, I reserve it for the people that actually that deserve they deserve that. it. Yeah, yes. I get it. Absolutely. How are you feeling about the game this weekend? Just it'll be fun to watch. It's a playoff game, divisional playoff round. I, I love this. The San Francisco 49ers thing is interesting because we've had the the good and the bad of that. Yeah. Mostly good in the uh, 90s and 2000s. Then it got bad the last four times. So I'm excited. Jordan Love, Packers, Green and Gold. Yes. Was it NFC Championship, the, the playoff game we played against them when 
Anthem Kneeler had his coming out party, you know, like just totally <laughs> yes. dominated. Oh, yes. okay. right. At Lambeau? Yeah. No, record at, at, at their San place. Francisco. The record still stands. Most rushing yards by a quarterback in a playoff But game. then he also I, ran us over the, all, all yeah. over in Lambeau, yes. too, didn't he? Yeah. But I remember watching that game thinking, we might never win another playoff game. Like, what is what is the answer for a guy like yeah. this? And he's, you know, flame petered out. Maybe the answer was he needed to get blown up by uh, one of the Packer players. A little extra something, as Mark Chimera says. <laughs> Maybe that's the answer. Maybe. The good thing about this game Saturday, Brock Purdy not a big running quarterback. No, but so, he's got a lot of he's got a lot of weapons. Yeah, he got a lot of other guys who can run around out there. Yeah, so we'll see. <laughs> I'm excited about it. Right, it should Steve. be fun. You, you feeling confident, or you, you, where are you at with the? Uh... Are we going to win? Yeah, we might. I don't. I don't it's not not like a guaranteed win or I anything. I feel like they have to cover. I feel like there's no way they. What is it? Nine, is it nine points? Yeah, it was nine yeah. and a half last I looked. Maybe well, it's it certainly moved. more interesting if you cover. Fully expect them to win. There's probably I would, a lot of people would, betting on that line. Yeah, I would right. take the nine and a half if you're asking me from a professional gambling perspective. <laughs> that's what we were doing. Yeah, that's what I wanted to know. WTMJ now with Steve Scafidi is next.